Hello and welcome to the Go Get Her podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Berry. This podcast is for the go-getters, where we normalize big dreams and going after what you want. From health and fitness to relationships and career, we discuss a range of topics on how to create a life you've dreamt of and how to keep going even when life throws unexpected shit at you. Let's go. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So today we are going to talk about my comp prep journey. A lot of you have asked a few questions um, and kind of want me to talk about my journey to the stage. So I'm going to be talking about that. But before I get into that, I'm going to just give you guys a little weekly recap. So I uploaded my ectopic pregnancy episode a few days ago and the response was so overwhelming. I am so grateful for anyone that listened and reached out and messaged me and provided me with support and actually a lot of people messaged me saying that they were going through the same thing and that it's amazing that I'm talking about it which is the whole purpose of why I did the podcast because it needs more awareness and I guess we all need to band together and talk about these things because, yeah, I just don't like the idea of people suffering by yourself. Like, if you need help, talk about it. That's, that's, I guess, how I heal. That's how I go through things. I talk about things. I know some people are complete opposite, but I feel like helping it. Um, not helping, talking about it is going to help other people. But moving on from that, on some lighter news, I booked Bali for October with my two girlfriends, which I'm so bloody excited for. I haven't been on an overseas holiday since 2019 when I went to Europe, so I'm so excited. I've never been on a girl's trip before and neither have the other girls, so we're just so excited to relax and spend time together. The whole purpose of, I guess, why... I'm going away on holiday is because when I get back, Josh has to go and get a really intense hip surgery and I will be looking after him full time. I mean, we've got help from family and friends, thank goodness, but I will be his nurse for like months, unfortunately. Um, So it's a pretty intense surgery. So it was honestly Josh's idea and he said, go on holiday, go with the girls, enjoy, relax, because you're absolutely absolutely going to lose your mind if you do not get a holiday in before you have to look after me. So thanks, Josh. I took your advice. It's a first for everything, but <laughs> no, just kidding. But yeah, I'm super excited about that. I can't wait for all the stories, all the posts and to just relax because I genuinely haven't had a break from life in a hot minute. I have been working my little butt off, working on my business, uh, having PT clients, online clients, working the podcast, trying to train, just like really have been putting my foot down, balls to the wall, but I really just need a break and I think this is the perfect time. But that's my little weekly recap. Nothing really else exciting is happening, Um, but Let's get straight into the competition journey. This is really random and it's just popped up into my head. But when I was at uni and I was 18, I remember we doing an exercise, uh, exercise science unit. I can't remember what it was called, but we had to do stuff on the bike and everyone was so fit. And I was like, I am seriously struggling. And I remember asking like a bunch of people like, do you guys all like go to the gym? And every single one of them said yes. 
And then I was like, am I the only one in this room that doesn't go to the gym? Yeah, turns out I was. And I didn't really think of it as like a big deal, but I was like, oh, maybe I should probably go to the gym because everyone was just so much more fitter than me. And it kind of just made sense because I wanted to be a sport teacher. So I was like, oh, I better go to the gym, you know, get fit because I hadn't been doing sport for a while. So I wasn't really doing anything. So I went with my friend from uni and she took me to the gym that was near us. And that's pretty much how I got into the gym. I didn't have a coach or anything. I was just doing my own thing. Absolutely no idea what I was doing. I was just making it up as I go along watching YouTube videos or doing whatever my friend did. And then I was like really under reading and doing cardio and those stupid kickbacks on the bloody stairs. Oh my God. So embarrassing. But I feel like so many of us had that phase when we were like 18, 19. But anyway, I started actually getting into strength training over time and I found that I was really loving it like I just loved it and I was obsessed with it and I'd go every second day or five days a week to the gym and then I remember seeing my friend there from gymnastics back in the day so we used to do gymnastics together and she was a PT there and then I asked her if she could be my coach Um, so I was her online client and I was with her from I think about a year and a half I want to say, um, from 2020 to 2020, end of 2021. So yeah, we moved to another gym and I moved with her and yeah, I learned so much. She gave me like structured programs. She literally gave me every single exercise you can imagine. And I absolutely loved it. And that's when I really started to see progress in my muscle growth. And I really just wanted to step it up. I forgot to mention when I was at the gym when I was like 18, I remember the PT from the gym, this is a different PT, came up to me and she said, do you reckon you'd ever do a bodybuilding competition? You've got a really good figure or shape for it. And I laughed at her and said, absolutely not. You would not catch me doing that ever. And fast forward, what, three, four years later, (laughs) here I am. So after a few years of spending a bit of time in the gym with my first coach I then started looking at prep coaches but this was because I saw a friend that I went to school with in primary school she did a bodybuilding competition and it came up on my Instagram and I was like what like I actually couldn't believe it like I think knowing her and then seeing her do that it made me realize like oh this actually is something that like I can do like if she can do it I can do it Um, and she looked absolutely amazing like I literally couldn't get over it for like an hour I was just like staring at her post I wonder if she knows this I might tell her I think I've told her before but um yeah so I stalked her and I found out who she who her coach was coach was and her coach was the infamous Nicole Tan Um, If you don't know her, she is my coach. She is an IFBB pro. She's competing again at the end of this year and she looks absolutely insane. She is the shortest person I've ever met, but God, is that woman dense. (laughs) Yeah, so she is my coach and I joined up with her at the start of 2022. And with any prep coach, well, this is probably like a red flag if they don't say this, but 
you have to spend a decent amount of time in your off season prior to starting prep with them. So if I wanted to do prep like straight away, Nicole said I would have to wait. So I did a off season with her and then started my prep in I think April or May of 2022. I'm obviously not going to go into a massive detail of what each week of prep entailed. The first few months were honestly so fine because I was so used to tracking and my calories hadn't really changed that much since like my uh, bulking phase I guess or my off-season phase. So it was kind of a breeze up until I want to say like eight weeks out. I wouldn't say breeze, it was hard but it wasn't like, I feel like I'm dying. And then eight weeks hit and I was like, oh, okay, this is starting to get really hard, but I'm so close. Like I'm halfway through my, more than halfway through my prep, like keep going. This was also the time I was going through a breakup during prep. It was pretty brutal and yeah, it was sad, but I, I don't know. I think prep just makes you realize like what you value and what you want in life. I don't know, it just made me really clear on where I see myself in the future and it makes you realise what friendships, relationships, people don't really serve you anymore. So that happened and then I remember it kept going. I can't really remember what happened between the eight weeks and then four weeks out, but I remember four weeks out, it was just after getting my final bikini check uh, fitting and Nicole messaged me and she's like, hey, I've dropped your calories again you are no longer allowed to have kangaroo sausages protein powder jelly all of that stuff and I was like oh my god she's like whole foods only nothing processed no artificial sweeteners no artificial sugars like all good things for your gut and your digestion which I was like this is going to be so hard and I cried in the car but then I knew she was right and I trusted her and I put all of my trust in what she said and I followed her instructions to a T. When you compete, you have to be so careful of what you're consuming online, like looking at other competitors, how they look, what they eat. I remember at this point I had to um, not block, um, hide people's story and posts that I was competing, like who, not necessarily who I was competing against, but like if they were competing at the same time as me, I did have to mute a lot of people just because everyone was at a different phase. Everyone looked either leaner or they got to eat like bloody protein pancakes and all this stuff that was able to fit into their macros. Whereas I wasn't allowed to, you know, be flexible with my diet. I really just had to stick to the basic foods because I knew that my body would digest that well. So that's the moment where I had to really like lock in to focus on myself because it's so easy to compare yourself when you're in such a vulnerable state I look back now though and I wouldn't want it any other way and if I when I do prep again I'm going to do the exact same thing cut out artificial sugars and protein powder and really focus on that whole food diet because I I feel like if you're able to incorporate protein pancakes and ice cream and like burrito bowls with sauces and all that stuff you are literally just going to want to eat it even more because you're giving that your body that like that craving that craving fix but your body's just going to keep wanting it and wanting it whereas for me I craved it for like so badly for like a week and then for the rest of it I was like nah don't eat it because I hadn't had anything sweet I was just sticking to the boring shit 
but it worked. All right, let's go to the week out from state show from ICN. I had one or two last things of cardio. Oh my God, it was so hard. I literally have a photo of me about dead on the bike because I was like, oh, but the end was so close and I was getting really excited. Had all my appointments, my nails, my hair, all that fun stuff. So that week went really quick. Um, My calories were quite low, but I wasn't really like fixated on it because I was just so excited and I knew that the weekend was going to come really soon. So then we got to the state show and I stayed in a hotel just across from the like where the event was and I had my girlfriends come over and I was really lucky at the time my friend was a makeup artist and I would highly 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 recommend if you are competing book a hotel and have your makeup and hair if you have the resources to do so or people you know come to you and you get ready in your room in your space in your energy with your friends because I remember I got ready I was hair, makeup done, tan done already. And I walked to the show and I remember walking past the makeup room and there was like 30 girls getting their makeup done, all looking at each other. The competitive vibe was in there. Like I just did my own thing in my own space and I really calmed my nerves and I would highly recommend doing the same if you can. The moment I was about to step out onto stage, I, oh my God, my whole entire body was shaking. Like I couldn't control it. I was so nervous. I thought I was going to be sick. And I was like, oh, this is real. This is happening. And as soon as I stepped out behind that curtain, I was like, the feeling that you get when you come out on stage, holy crap, it is so, so like addicting. Um, So I got two silvers and three bronze at ICN State Show. I was really happy with how I went. I placed in every single category I entered. There was some incredible girls up there. So many of my friends were competing as well and they just looked so amazing. And the vibe amongst all the girls was amazing. It is such a competitive sport, but everyone was so supportive of one another. We're all happy for one another. Like, the vibes backstage were amazing because I think we all understood what we've all been through and we can respect that. And although we are competing against each other, we really supported one another and respected the work that we'd put in together. After the state show, I got a meal out. So I got a free meal after my state show. Nicole said, you can eat whatever you want. So I had a Chimek burger and oh my God, I will never do that again because that burger stayed in my system for the whole week leading up to nationals like that this is so TMI but I did not go to the toilet for five days I did not go to the toilet until I landed in Brisbane (laughs) five days or six days whatever it was out of the state show because that burger decided to stay in my system for so long my calories were put very low from the week from my state show to my national show. I'm so glad that that was only a week apart because that week was death. If you ask Josh, he will literally roll his eyes and be like, no, that was cooked. Caitlin wasn't alive. She was just in her own little world. And I don't even remember that week, to be honest. I was just on such low calorie. But anyway, got the flight to Brisbane with my friend Emma and then 
Alicia met us there a few days later and I oh my god I forgot to say that I wasn't actually ever going to go to nationals the only reason why I went to nationals is because Emma's brother was competing as well and she was going to go over and watch him and she messaged me and she said hey I've got a spare bed in my room surely you're just going to come and I was like "Mm, no this was before the state show by the way and then I decided yeah why not and so yeah that's literally the reason why I went to nationals I wasn't planning on it to be honest and Emma if you're listening thank you so much I owe you (laughs) I owe you one all right, we need to talk about the day I landed in Brisbane because this is the stuff you don't see behind Instagram and I'm going to show you what the reality was. So we landed in Brisbane at six o'clock in the morning. We got to the hotel at, I want to say eight or no, seven and reception didn't open till nine. So luckily there was someone from Perth already at the hotel that let us put our bags in their room. So we just went down and got a coffee and kind of just chilled for about, I don't know, two hours before reception opened. And then reception finally opened and they, this was like nine o'clock and they were like, oh, your room won't be ready until 2 p.m. And I was about to lose it because... The room that I needed had a kitchen where I could cook my food and eat. I literally could not eat anything. I had brought over cold mints that I'd cooked in the plane and then I had cocoa bombs. So I was like, cool. So I was sitting in the hotel lobby and I asked the lady at the front, can I please have a bowl? And here I am sitting on the lobby floor, pouring my cocoa bombs into the bowl and eating my cereal because that's all I could eat at that time. Anyway, this was the stupidest decision I ever made because I didn't check in with Nicole. Like I didn't send her through photos until after I had eaten. Don't do that. I'll never make that mistake again because she replied back to me. All right, I should probably give you some context. I thought I was carving up this day. So what the, pr- the plan originally was, was like X amount of carbs. So I was like, sweet, I'll just have these carbs now. Sent my photos to Nicole and she's like oh you're still really holding on to that Chimek burger like it's really just sitting in there and I was like fuck's sake so she's like yeah I'm gonna give you like 90 car 90 grams of carbs today <laughs> little did she know that I had just eaten 40 grams of carbs at nine o'clock in the morning so I had to wait on a whole entire day or oh, what's quick maths 40 50 I had 50 grams of carbs left for the whole entire day and I didn't have a kitchen I had nothing to eat had nothing to cook so then Emma and I went to I don't know some random shopping center and spent the whole day there because I was about to lose my mind so I think I had about three coffees in the space of two hours and Emma has a photo of me eating almond spread or ABC spread on cold mints in the shopping center that I'd flown over in my bag on the plane absolutely foul scenes so yeah that's what my day was leading up to the national show the national show was the next day so I went to bed super early and then woke up weighed in and that's the morning that TMI went to the toilet and I think I lost one kilo and I had my newest low weigh-in which I believe was 53 kilos so I was tiny I was so small I was 
a lot leaner than my state show, hence why my calories were so low because that was my feedback that my lower body wasn't lean enough. Um, so we really came in nice and tight. The day prior to the show, I wasn't able to carb up. Um, the WA team all met up and did posing practice and everyone was eating their rice cakes and I couldn't carb up. I just had to stick to my my mints <laughs> and egg whites, but that's fine because it paid off. So got my hair and makeup done. I was running super late. It was so stressful, but I managed to get there on time. Got to the venue. I was there with Alicia and Emma. They couldn't come backstage with me. Only my coach could. So it was just Nicole and I back there. And that's actually when I met uh, Lily for the first time. We were competing against each other and it was nice to see a familiar face backstage. So we spoke, um, took a few photos and then it was our time to go on. There was three different bikini classes. Um, class one, two and three. I was in class three, so I had to wait quite a while till I went on. And this is when I got to like pump up backstage and I was getting fed lollies, which, oh, they tasted so good. Nicole was feeding me lollies while I was like pumping up. And then I was ready to go on. I was so nervous, but so excited. And then I remember going out and I think I was like the second or third one out. So when you're second or third or even like first or last to come on in the line, you're not going to be in the middle. And I remember they called my number to swap places with the girl who was standing in the middle. And that not always, but that is typically a very good sign that they want to see more of you and they want to compare you to different girls in the lineup. So them moving you to the middle, I was like, super excited I was like yes like put me front and center and then yeah we did like we were posing for so long I remember the the back pose which isn't the back pose at, at nationals was different to the back pose at states so in states for WA you have your hands down by your side but at nationals and I know that a lot of eastern states do this where your back pose you're actually supposed to put your hands up to your head and show more of your back muscles and I feel like that was a great like advantage for me because I had really good back muscles and I really like doing that so I think that definitely helped but I had to learn how to do that within a week and oh my god I had to hold it for so long it was so painful but yeah the judges all sent us back and then they started calling out fifth third fifth, fourth, third, and then it got to second and um, another girl's name got called out and I thought she was going to win it. Like I was like, oh, maybe second. And then when she got second, I was like, oh, shit, I haven't placed. Like I really genuinely to this day still didn't think I placed. And then I'm not sure if you guys have seen the video, but when they called my number that I had won my pro card, I was shook. Like I genuinely couldn't believe it. I was... Oh, it's so, I just can't even describe the feeling that moment was. It was just amazing. And I remember the whole WA team screaming from the crowd. I remember, I can hear Nicole's voice so distinctly. And then I did a bit of photos and stuff up on stage. And then I came back around and I saw Nicole. And Nicole doesn't cry. And she doesn't even cry when she wins. But we were both in tears. And then the guy, there was like a guy at the backstage, like running everyone. He's like, oh, quick, you've got to get back around because you've got to do the, um, like the overall. 
And I was like, wait, what? I had absolutely no idea that when you won your pro card, because the, th- the three classes, the winner from each class then do like an overall winner. So there was three of us. And when I walked around, it was so cool because Lily had won her class and then another lady had won hers and then it was me. And I looked at Lily and I was like, oh my God, as if this is happening right now. And then, yeah, the three of us were all like so happy for one another. We like introduced each other congratulated each other before we went out and then um we did like a massive pose down for overall I literally had to go from one like back out on stage back behind and then back out again and I just I had no idea so I was like full adrenaline it was so fun um but the Lily and I didn't win (laughs) and there's a video of us like standing there so awkwardly on stage but yeah it was such a good experience we still don't know to this day who got second who got third I guess we'll never know but um Shelly won and she was so deserving of it she looked amazing and yeah so that's what happened from there and then we got the opportunity to do the pro show that was later on that night but it was like a four hour wait till the pro show started and I had already planned to go out to dinner with the girls and like enjoy my night because I wasn't expecting to win and obviously still compete later that night. So there was the option to stay, not eat and just wait to compete in the pro show. But I saw Lily leave down the hallway and I was like, oh, you're not staying. She's like, no, nah, I'm going to dinner. And I was like, Oh, I really don't know what to do and it took me quite a long time to figure out what I wanted to do but I knew because I hadn't won the overall I wasn't gonna win like the pro show I guess and I didn't really want to finish on a low and I much value spending time with my girlfriends who had traveled all that way to come and see me and I'm so glad I made that decision because we had the most fun that night we went out to dinner we went walking around Brisbane And it was just the best night ever. We felt so free and our relationship between the three of us just got so much stronger. And I was so, so grateful for them. Uh, We got home to the hotel and I was crying over my medals and eating donuts. It was just, I'm so glad I made that decision. Um, Because, yeah, I... I think you would have like you won money at the pro show but like that didn't really mean shit to me to be honest like I was so happy with what I what I did and I actually don't regret it at all. I completely forgot to tell you guys the story of um I guess why I love 222 so much. I've shared it on my Instagram story but I now have a tattoo of 222 and that was always Alicia's angel number. And she always used to talk about it. She always used to see it. And then I remember because Alicia and Emma weren't allowed to come backstage with me, I didn't have that like connection with them or feel like super supported when I went out on stage. Like I felt really like on my own, which was okay, but I was messaging them. And then I remember just like taking the biggest deep breath and looking down at my phone and the time was 2-2-2. And I instantly thought, of Alicia and all the things she ever used to say about those numbers being like alignment you're in the right place at the right time you're meant to be here and I just took a deep breath and I like had a moment to myself in backstage was absolutely crazy there's people everywhere but I just had this silent moment to myself and 
yeah, I don't know. I just now have a very strong connection to that number because of that. And yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Call me woo woo or whatever. But yeah, that's just, that's just a little side note. Then after the national show, Emma and I had a ride aware event the next day, which is completely off topic, but that was also so cool. It was like the best weekend ever. Um, I was on the biggest high and then came home and kind of had to find my feet again. I didn't really have a goal to work towards at the moment at that time and then had to start my reverse diet. And I feel like this is probably another episode in itself talking about the reverse diet and what to expect and how to navigate through that. So I'm not going to go into too much detail about that, but that was pretty hard coming from like the biggest high to back to reality, back to work. But I'm going to speak about that in another episode. But we're going to move on. There was a lot of frequently asked questions about my competition. So I'm going to answer a few of those. And the first question was, who was my coach? And that was obviously Nicole Tan. I would never, ever recommend doing a competition by yourself. Invest in a coach from as early as you can. Someone with good results and uh, I guess good a good reputation. Um, there is a lot of coaches out there that kind of, I don't know, probably shouldn't be doing prep clients, but that's just my personal opinion. All I want to say is do your research and find someone that aligns with you. The next question is cost and yeah, competing is expensive. I think I spent roughly around eight to $10,000 for my season. And if you wanted to compete in more, it would be more because you've got to consider your um, rego fees, your hair, your makeup, your tan for each competition. Um, and then obviously your coaching goes for longer. I think my bikini was about $400, $500. Shoes are $100. Um, every time you register, I think it was about $500. Um, the really good thing about <laughs> winning my pro card actually is was I got my rego fees reimbursed, which was pretty cool. So... I got that kind of taken off my budget, but still, I think I spent between eight to $10,000 on prep. So you have to be financially stable to start a prep because yeah, it's expensive and you have to consider like the food shop every week, your posing, um, flights and accommodation if you want to travel. So there's a lot to consider. Another question was, would I compete in ICN again? And the answer is no, I Firstly, I actually can't compete in ICN anymore unless I do a pro show and there is no pro shows in WA, so I would have to fly and like maybe I might do a pro show, but the next step for me is to do IFBB, which is so scary, but I'm ready to level up and compete against those athletes. They're just absolutely incredible and it would be so amazing to just be on stage and experience the IFBB uh, stage I feel like the production and the way they do things is amazing and I feel like I suit that style better ICN is absolutely amazing and I would highly recommend it but yeah I think for me I'm ready to I guess push for a little bit more and really transform my physique so that I can compete in IFBB another question I got asked is how did I go with being selfish and I guess sacrificing my relationships during prep and well firstly I want to say that I actually went through a breakup during prep 
(laughs) So can it affect your relationships? 100% absolutely. You have to make sure that you have a supportive circle around you of people that understand And you have to also remember and respect that not everyone is going to understand what you are doing. I remember telling my grandparents and they were like, you're crazy. But at the end of the day, they still supported me. But you have to accept that not everyone is going to understand and don't waste your energy trying to explain it to people because they won't understand until you do really well and then they'll tag you and be like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Like, I'm so inspired. But then they never really supported you when you were going through the hard yards so just be wary and keep your circle small supportive and don't waste all your energy trying to see heaps of people because you're not going to have that energy you're not going to be able to go to many social events and if you do you won't be able to like join in on the drinking and the festivities of all the food you're gonna have to prep and bring all your food and then you're gonna have people asking you questions of why you're eating that or why aren't you eating this it is hard but you have to stay strong mentally because not everyone is going to understand because it's such an extreme sport and there's a very small percentage of people that are actually willing to do it so that's why I guess people don't really fully understand The next question is where I got my bikini from and I got it from Creative Bikinis in Perth, the Perth store. I got it when they were having their um, sale. So to save a little bit of money, you can go when they're having a sale if you're from Perth and you can usually get it at a little bit cheaper. I was really lucky that the one that I wanted was on sale and no one had got it yet. That's just the only issue that you can't like save a bikini. You have to just get there early and hope that it's there. But yeah, I was very lucky that mine was hiding at the back. (laughs) And the last question is, what is my plan now? And obviously what I just said, I'm in my off season at the moment. I'm having a really big off season. So this time last year I was competing and this time next year I will be competing. So it's actually a two year gap between my first and second show. And I'm having a big off season to put on some muscle and some size for IFBB because those girls are huge and yeah I'm definitely too small to jump on stage so the plan at the moment is to try and build as much muscle mass as we can and then I think it's probably going to be like next May April May that we will start prep so it's not that far away for starting prep so I'm very excited I'm really just enjoying life at the moment enjoying going out Um, spending time with people, having dinner, like being flexible, having free meals here and there. So it's been really nice. haven't been super strict on myself. With training, I have been 100% strict. Like I'll never miss a day and I'm training with really strong intensity because my food's higher. But yeah, calories aren't like in a major bulk. Um, Our plan at the moment is to build as much lean muscle without the extra layer of fat like not intentionally trying to gain weight so it's working a treat at the moment and I'm not finding I'm hungry at all so that's just where we're at at the moment I'm just checking in every week doing what I need to do there's nothing super crazy at the moment but it will start ramping up as soon as we probably hit next year but yeah that's why I'm like booking holidays and doing what I want for now because it's very hard to book holidays when you're in prep and go and do things so that's why you need to like live life in your off season and really enjoy everything that you can because yeah 
prep takes up your whole entire life and you have to sacrifice quite a bit. So no rush at the moment. I definitely think having a big off season is really good for me. But yeah, I'm so excited just even thinking about competing next year. I think I'm potentially competing alongside two of my best friends as well. And just the thought of being on stage with them makes me want to cry. I'm so excited, but I'll take you guys along through the whole journey. Don't you worry about it. But yeah, I hope I answered enough questions, like the most important ones. I didn't want to make this super long, but I wish everyone the best of luck who's competing in IFBB and ICN literally this weekend and a few weeks coming I will be there so if I see you say hello um but yeah thank you guys for listening I'll be in your ears next week please rate this podcast if you can there's just like little stars you just click the star rate it five it would be very amazing very amazing I would be very appreciative if you could do that and I will see you see you you won't see me you'll hear me you'll hear me next week all right Bye.